Home is your creative canvas, an expression of your unique style. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring your vision to life. It's the place to shop for everything home, from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. They'll even help you set it up. Look, I have an eclectic style, but when I go on Wayfair, they've got such a huge selection of items for the home that there are things that fit me and I know others that will fit everybody else. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style. The classic chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my favorite. And famous Amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets, truly. They're made from the original recipe you know and love. I'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips, a satisfying crunch. All together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite. It's everything classic in a cookie. Find famous Amos cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey everybody, it's Andy Cohen here with John Hill. Hi John. What's up? How you doing? Well, this week we have a lot to talk about on the podcast. Orange County trailer, we're going to Miami, Martha Stewart. It's been a very busy week. And then we're going to talk to David Arquette, who is just such an open book. We love him. I feel like I I could ask him anything and he'll answer, which is my mark of a great guest. This is Andy Cohen's Deep and Shallow. Happy Happy Lesbian Visibility Week. Is it Lesbian Visibility Week? Well, that's why I've been seeing so many lesbians this week. They're all over the place. <laughs> well, that's Very funny. Visible. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. I saw two this morning in biker shorts. What do you think about that? Oh my god. <laughs> These lesbians. And I've heard from my assistant, Darren, today. Well, I mean, they're just in my face. Well, this week is their week. Well, happy week. Say thank you. Thank you to our Be grateful for all that they do. Sisters, thank you for your allyship of your gay brothers during the AIDS crisis. You took our hands and guided us through, our sisters. We love you. We appreciate you. He sounds patronizing, but you're being serious. I'm not. I'm actually being serious. I'm being quite serious. Every day is Lesbian Visibility Day in my house. By the way, yeah, we know that. Um, I mean, you're from Mars, we're from Venus, but we meet in the middle. You know why? We like people of the same sex. And that makes us brothers and sisters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. Your daughter's a billetus, and we're filthy dudes. Um, Anyhow... Oh, my God. So much going on. Yesterday was a chaotic day. After the show, I did Martha Stewart's podcast yesterday. Man, she looks good. I have to say, it's 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 a good one. We got on some tangents yesterday. Um, was this in person? It or was in person. Right. Where? At this weird studio in the lobby uh-huh. of One Rock Center called Newsstand Studios, this little kind of alcove that used to be a newsstand and now has glass 
and and it's like in the lobby and people are walking by on their way to work and there are me and Martha like recording a podcast. I have to say, one might think we caused a bit of a stir amongst the, um, you know, workaday folk going in and out of the building. No one cared. No one yeah. cared. People had places to go. So I was like, okay. No looky-loos. No photos. We weren't tagged in any pics. I made more of a stir in Toasties this morning than I did in the lobby of that building for an hour with the domestic diva. After that, I had, um, I had, a, I had a lunch with the new head of Waystar Royco, a.k.a. NBC Universal. And uh, before that, I dipped into the gym at the Equinox Rock Center. Oh, that's a whorehouse. Oh, it is wonderful. There are yeah. all sorts of exotic brands of guys, mainly straight. Um, it's It's fun. It's fun. I texted Anderson. I was like, have you ever worked out at this gym? You might want to give it a looky-loo. It's interesting. Um, so that was fun. Oh, my God, John, I forgot to tell you. We were talking about Eric Andre at the gym. Ran into him at the gym right after we got off the air the other day. And it was so funny. He was wearing a... I go, is that Monique or Star Jones on your shirt? It was a very airbrushed picture on his shirt. Mm. It was this weird. He goes, it's Monique. I go, I love that shirt. Like it yeah, was he has great gym shirt. attire. Yes, he does. And he had long sweats, just as you yeah. just as you said. Flapping around. Um <laughs> we finally this is my life. Every day for the last Five months. Where's anything I tweet? Good morning. Good morning. Um, tweet something about anything. Where's the OC trailer? Where's the OC trailer? Where's the OC trailer? Yesterday, the OC trailer came out because if you haven't figured it out by now, typically the trailers come out about six weeks before the show premieres. So, mm -hmm. OC premiering in June, trailer came out. And then I get all the reviews on the trailer. <laughs> yeah. But in looking at the trailer, I looked at it yesterday because the last time I saw it was like four months ago when we finished it. And I do think the premiere date shifted a wee bit for no, I don't know what the reason was. You would have to ask Bravo Scheduling what the reason was. But I was looking at it and I've now seen the entire season of Orange County. I haven't mm. seen the finale. I watched the penultimate episode Monday night. Haven't seen the finale. It's so great. It's a return to form. It is 18 OC-ish episodes. It just, and it hits the ground running. I'm very, very excited about this season. Very excited. I love the OC. Yeah, me too. And it's just, it just feels great. We had a couple kind of um, B seasons and this one yeah. is a return to form. But I will say in looking at the trailer again versus what I saw, I was like, wow, we did actually leave a lot of stuff out of this trailer. So I think people are going to be surprised. I think it's like a bit of a sleeper. And by the way, I think OC is always a bit of a sleeper. It's that show that's yeah. just kind of, you know, for years people just count it. It's, I always compare it to Knott's Landing. 
uh, when it was, you know, Knots and Dynasty, and Dynasty was all the Flash, but Knots was like, you know, I what? was a Just, Falcon Crest girl. Were you really? Yeah. What? Yeah, I was a Falcon Crest girl. Jane Wyman was your matriarch. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. What I was it? Very Lorenzo Lamas. That was it. Him in those yeah. tight little white tennis shorts. Yeah. Oh, I'm having a big. I used to watch Lorenzo Lamas in another show he was in called. What was it called? Maybe El Matador. Oh, that's so funny. There was <laughs> or a... the one where he's on the motorcycle. He right. Was the motorcycle. It was a late night nineties. Yes, like, kind that of was the like a weird was blurry. show. Yes. Yeah. It was. There was just a weird moment where Lorenzo Lamas down. was on like three shows around the time that yeah. he and Heather Locklear were dominating the airwaves. Yes. Um, Dominating my hormonals. Yes, absolutely. I'm going uh, to Miami on Monday in the midst of all of this chaos. I've got Lucy's birthday on Saturday, Lucy's first birthday. My parents are coming in. I've got the book coming out. I've got um, my star in St. Louis uh, next weekend and a whole weekend of activities that has been causing incredible strife and drama within my small little nuclear family, my sister and parents, figuring out where are we going to do this book party and what's it going to be? And my parents just had a list of 90 people that they could not pare down to 64, which was the size of the venue. And I actually think that we are going to now move it so that we can accommodate all of these folks and it's just and the invite hasn't gone out and now my parents are coming here for Lucy's birthday it is just chaos within the family and in the midst of everything I am dropping into Miami as though I hadn't a care in the world to help celebrate the opening of the new Sirius XM studios in Miami I'm uh, I have to say though Give me Miami. I am very, I'm fine to get away. One night in a hotel room without any kids. Guess what? This daddy may not sleep. Like, I'm like, what's going on Monday night in Miami? I've got a very fun dinner planned. Uh, and then I've got, I don't know. I'm going to activate my Miami phone tree of, yeah. you know, Boutte calls and see where I wind gay. up. I am going yeah. to say gay in Miami. And Howard is going to be there. I can imagine he is going so against his will. I cannot imagine what they had to do to get him there. I'm assuming he's flying there in like a hermetically sealed private plane, boy in a plastic bubble. I can't, um, in like the Pope mobile. <laughs> that they are getting him there. Any of, of you personnel coming down? I'll be there with you. Great. Is oh. it, are you finding out for the first time right now? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Great. I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. Excellent. Well, that's good. And are, are we staying at the same hotel? No, you're staying at, I think, a much nicer hotel. Oh, I'm sorry I'll be at the Motel it. 6 next no, door. No, you won't. I mean, um, TBD. When do you get there? I'm leaving. I'll get there Monday night. Well, at like 6.30, 7? Can I just petition 
to have someone else do Jordan's job on Monday morning. She has a child. She could take the first flight out. She could actually enjoy her day without her family in Miami. Can we please make that happen? Give this woman a break. She works wow. her ass off. She's Thanks, pregnant. Andy. She has a child. Thanks. Wouldn't I mean, I'd, be... I'd love like an hour of pool time. Well, I'm, I'm that's what I'm Miami. saying. I mean, like, let's try to manifest that. Thanks, Andy. Okay. That's really nice. Wouldn't you like to do I that? I mean, I would like to do yes, that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, because you're there for 24 hours too, right? I mean, less than 24 right, hours. Right, exactly. <laughs> so wouldn't it be nice to walk it down Lincoln nice. Road, jump in a body of water? That's all I want to do. Exactly. Okay, let's manifest that. We're going to be right back with David Arquette on Andy Cohen's Deep and Shallow. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, my God. David Arquette is one of my favorite, favorite people. He's just a light in my life. Hi, David Arquette. Hi, Andy Cohen. I feel the same way about you. You're amazing. Aw, David stars in uh, Mrs. Davis. The first five episodes are exclusively up on Peacock, and I love to see you in anything david and i found out uh on yesterday's show that my co-host john hill is wildly attracted to you that must make you feel good david oh thank you john I am <laughs> great to pleasant. meet you yeah great da- to meet you. david you with all due seem like a guy that has maybe experimented with men before oh experimented with men yeah mm, not i mean Acting, I have. I'm not like. Uh, I don't have any like. I I shared a room with Alexis, trans my trans sister, so I understand the world. I at like some point in my like teens, I was like, "Am I gay?" But uh, you know, it's it's interesting to answer that question. You know what I mean? But I didn't really. Um, I didn't really. You know what is it? What's the experiment? Diddle? Experiment, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know what you, you know, mean. Yeah. Give, yeah. Cuddly, I'll you know cuddly with my friends. But nothing. If you if if you and I were hanging out one night, and I was like, and it was getting late, and I was like, David, just cuddle with me. Would we? I cuddle? would cuddle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh no, like you know, yeah. I don't think that's you know, I I, I don't think that you know that. I don't prescribe to the old uh, definition of manhood. Yeah. You know, well, you're an Arquette. You're an, you're an Arquette. For sure. And I've yeah. seen like all the hatred toward the 
LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. And right now I live in Tennessee, so they just banned drag shows, which to me is ridiculous. It's insane. Because you live in me, Tennessee? Like, I mean, yeah. For yeah, my, how long have you lived in Tennessee? Three years. My wife uh, is from Arkansas. She wanted to raise our kids outside of the wow. city. And are you but, in? Are you in your? What room are you in right now of your house? Because it looks very Tennessee old country. You almost look like you're in like Reba McIntyre's bedroom. Yeah. That's your bedroom. <laughs> this is Coco's actually when oh, she comes here. Oh, okay, yeah. that's Coco's. It looks like very cu- Reba's country kitchen it, or something. It is country. It is yeah. definitely country, and it's not Coco didn't design it, but she right. uh, she likes how it's homey here. Yeah, it's very you homey. Know. Do you hang Coco, out with she- any? kind of country superstars down there we just went to like a nashville symphony fashion show last night like some society person but uh uh i saw Ch- uh, christian chenoweth on stage oh She's i love her well, she... and so incredible i got to work with her on pushing daisies years back wow so she's amazing cheryl crow lives here who i'm a huge fan of and does such incredible work yeah yeah Dolly, of course. Dolly yeah, of course. Queen. The queen. Um, so Mrs. Davis is, um, it, this is an AI. Mrs. Davis is actually, the show you're in, the character Mrs. Davis is a AI character? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mrs. Davis is like an incredibly advanced AI that's kind of, you know, eliminated all the other social me- media uh sites and and search engines and she's sort of in control she's kind of like a little step below kind of an omnipresent power so she could control things and And who uh, do you play i play simone who's uh betty gilpin's character uh i play her father uh i'm a magician um she she really has had a traumatic childhood thanks to me and uh, Elizabeth Marvel's character Celeste. So uh, yeah, so we we traumatized her, unfortunately. Ah, I can't believe. I mean, you're old enough to play her father. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of like uh, flashback and stuff. Someone like her father when there's a younger actress playing her like this, and then I add makeup to be play older. Right. Um, but it's an interesting role. I get to play like a magician, which I've always it's wanted. It's so to perfect play. because you're that. also, I mean, you're in life. You are a clown. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. And you're magical. No, I mean, you're, I mean, I'm not saying you're a clown, like, oh, David Arquette, hey, he's a clown. Hey, a, you're I'm a clown. clown. You're, you own like Bozo, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Bozo. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying nothing, but you're only 15 years older than Betty Gilvin. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. you've been. But, uh, there's like time changes. Right. I definitely play older. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they added some wrinkles and some hair, bushy eyebrow. Right. <laughs> it was uh, fun because it's a subtle role, even though I'm this larger than life character. Did you, um, uh, you know, you've been in so much and I'm looking at all your, your incredible co-stars. I want to play a little round of co-star word association. I'm going to. Tell you, I'm going to name a co-star, and you just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? All right. All right. Uh, Leo DiCaprio. You were in Parenthood uh, with him. 
Louis, uh, Leo, Louis, <laughs> Leo's awesome. Right. Leo's great. He's amazing. I've known him for so long. His dad, uh, George, had an incredible impression on all of us. We worked at this newsstand, and he used to uh, distribute these art books. So he kind of like expanded our mind in this art world. It was right above a, a gallery called uh, Le, La Luz de Jesus. So you worked at a newsstand. Yeah, we worked at a newsstand. Who's yeah. we? All the sort of bunch of young Hollywood people worked at this newsstand or like managers of all these different people. My brother, Richmond, worked there. Wow. Yeah, it was, um, it was like a kind of hub in the early 90s. Marlon Brando. Oh, man. it was. I was just so in awe of working with him. I worked with him on a movie called Free Money. Yeah. And uh, I was just in awe. His, we, we had to do this comedic scene and all of his sort of humor uh, references were kind of like Three Stooges and Laurel and Hardy, which I love too. So it was just amazing experience to be able to work with him. What um, if I shake, shake the kid's hand and then the, he doesn't let go and I get annoyed with him. <laughs> it's like, I love it. <laughs> uh, uh, Winona Ryder. Oh man, she was cool. She yeah. was like at the time on this quest to like, save the uh i don't know there were like three kids that got uh uh convicted of a crime that they didn't commit so she was kind of obsessed with this thing which is totally uh very animated really sweet girl um did you two date no no uh you were in an episode of beverly hills 90210 uh, you played song. a bad boy Waste management. Yeah, bad boy. <laughs> Axel Rose is a sellout. It was one, <laughs> was my line. Your oh, line was I, what? Axel Rose is a sellout. <laughs> <laughs> that is. So and I was dating his ex at the time, so it was like this. You were dating life. Axel Rose's ex at the time. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Aaron Everly, she was sweet, very great. Wow. Person. Um, Matt Dillon. Bah. Matt Dillon was like and is like the hero for us growing up with the outsider Rumblefish. Like he was the coolest guy. So when I met him, we're driving around. I'm like, God, here with Matt Dillon. But one of my favorite things, I did a like a signing with uh, C. Thomas Howe. We all went out to dinner afterwards and we're going to this restaurant. It's like, oh, I got this reservation at this restaurant. We're just about to go and eat. Like, let's do it for Johnny. (laughs) It's like, no. See, Tommy Powell, did you just give us a let's do it for Johnny? It was such a fun moment. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's just very cool. Very, like, easygoing. That kind of Kevin Costner vibe, like, when you think of him, he kind of is that. He's very easygoing, very, you know. Like a cowboy. Cowboy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Last one, Angela Bassett. Oh, Angela Bassett. Uh, what did I work with? You her were on? in Time Bomb with her. Oh gosh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was years back, and I don't even think we had any scenes together. Oh, okay. okay. But she's a badass. Right. Um, were you? By the way, I, you're in your daughter Coco's bedroom. She is now 18. Uh, that's incredible to me. Give me a piece. I have two young, young kids. Give me a piece of advice. Um. 
so that about raising kids who are not assholes. Like, how can I raise a kid who, you know, our kids are obviously, we they're going to be privileged uh, in some ways. Tell me what I can do to not raise assholes. I mean, that's sort of like, I don't know. I mean, it's it's weird. I was talking to my therapist once and I was having just, you know, it's difficult raising kids and I was talking about. Andy doesn't have a therapist. We're trying to get him one. Maybe yeah, that's I the know. first piece of advice. I know. Yeah, I haven't been to one in a while. So okay. I should pull back. But uh, it is helpful. It just has to understand certain things about yourself and, right. and some of your triggers and how to, you know, change behaviors and have new boundaries. But, you know, I was asking my therapist and my therapist was like, listen, you're dealing with a kid who's got certain personality traits that'll serve him great when he gets older and in business and has to be really tough. But when, <laughs> when you're trying to parent them, it, it's kind of, you know, you can have the stubborn kids. You could have kids that you say one thing, they'll do exactly the opposite. Right. Or like, um, Oh, there's all kinds of things. So I don't know. I just always, you know, try to talk about, you know, kindness and love and, and, you know, consideration is a big one. I talked to them about, and like, if I walk in and there's like chips everywhere, I was like, guys, this is what I was talking about. Consideration. You're not considering someone else that has to clean this up, or you're going to have to now clean it up with us. Blah, blah, blah. Um, okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a therapist. It, yeah. it actually is really good just to help if you yeah, find no. it sometimes yeah. you have to find the right one but uh some of them are great i had this one therapist who said uh every sort of interaction in your life he's like you're an actor every interaction's almost like a play or a scene like how do you want this scene to play out and how do you come up with the lines that will come to the right uh conclusion or how do you want to like set up your your world like if you have to have a conversation with somebody you could sort of go through it beforehand um do you you know when i look back and i'm looking at your imdb and i'm looking at all you've done and we're talking about coco who's 18 when you look back at your time with courtney um when she was on friends how did you you know two actors together i would imagine are really hard you know, just to kind of navigate being a couple with another actor maybe one is having great success while another one is having you know success but not as big did you go through times at, you know as we talk about therapy and stuff did you go through times when she was on friends where you felt inferior to her or less than based on how successful that show was yeah absolutely um it's difficult i mean in terms of like i don't know i have some of the traditional male things where i want to like you know provide and, and pick up the check and you know you know be the breadwinner and you know in the acting world in general you're always going on this roller coaster of popularity and you know not able to get a job so it's like this weird thing and then when you're you know comparing yourself to someone who's at the you know top of the television iconic world <laughs> it's kind of hard to put yourself there so there was definitely like learning and and dealing with that and a lot of like pain and like you know arguments or you know ego you know early on but um well what tools we, did you use to get through that or how did you how did you two how did you two 
deal with that? Um, I don't know. Like, uh, a lot of it has to do with, you know, the way you're taking things, the way you're saying things, the way you're responding to things, the way you're, you know, allowing other sort of outside influences affect how you feel about yourself. So I think like building confidence or just, you know, focusing on yourself, like working out some of the pain and trauma that I had so that I could open up like, you know, and uh, own sort of what makes me happy, what my needs are, where my boundaries are. But we had a really great thing at the end. Like, I just think a lot of people uh, end up when relationships end and lawyers get involved, they really sort of battle a lot of the time and they end up really fighting and spending a lot of money to lawyers where they should be sort of splitting with each other. So I just encourage people to really try to work it out, you know, um, so that. Well, it seems like you did. For your child. Yeah. That's what it's really all about. Well, I think the two things probably have helped you both navigate the success that she was having um, during that time and also navigate your kind of co-parenting as it went on. And to me, the fact to me that stems from the family that you grew up in. I mean, you were you're from this kind of hippie-ish acting group ensemble. I mean, and it seems like that must have given you a lot of grounding and also really made you look at the whole world of celebrity and acting with some sort of good perspective. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really wild business. It does really feed on insecurities. Yeah. And and it's all about confidence. Like to be a, you know, to do your best work as an actor, I feel you have to be confident enough to really like show your, you know yeah. ugly sides or whatever it is you really have to like own your choices as an actor but to do that you have to do that in your life right <laughs> so right right it's hard to like be judged and once you understand that it's all kind of this game that doesn't really matter unless you kind of use your celebrity to help charities or something then it's just like a popularity contest and then it's like oh then you get to a point where like i'm not anymore doing it for try to win an award or i just want to work and create create these experiences for people where they can escape or like they fall in love with different characters or they could see themselves in it whatever it is but i do feel very like humbled and blessed that i get to do this (laughs) i might not come off as humble but i I try i you seem like a very humble person yeah, uh, yeah, definitely do. Especially I, in that room right now. Yeah, especially in, in Coco's country kitchen bedroom. Um, cracker Barrel storeroom. Yeah, Cracker Barrel storeroom. Um, you know, John and I uh, John and I dated years ago when he was on Broadway in the cast of Hairspray, and I had a little club um, with the other kind of boyfriends um husbands of the people who were in the show did you did you have a camaraderie with the guys who were dating the friend guys and girls who were dating the friend stars during that run did were the were the husbands and boyfriends and girlfriends all in one area watching the show in a green room like drinking beers waiting for everyone to get off work yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really a fun time. It's really funny. I had a full circle moment with uh, 
a Mrs. Davis, which a nice little slide. Yes, but, good job. But, I'm uh, impressed. So yeah, we'd all hang out. We'd all come to show night. I would play basketball there a lot. So I'm walking around all sweaty and like probably inappropriate. That's like I would have maybe done it a little differently this time. But um, yeah. So we all hang out. I became friends with them all. I became friends with the prop guys and the crew. And yeah, it was a really fun thing to be a part of. And it was really like hard, like you know my divorce was painful for me in general just divorces and just like the end of a family unit and you know restructuring but uh so it was hard it was sad and they're doing a reunion and I was so much a part of all that and I was like I have this behind the scenes footage I like have this really cool footage of them like they all put their arms around and kiss each other before each like filming and I was in the rafter shooting above them down like from a god's point of view on the final take wow. of the episode. I was clicking the trying to start the camera and it's like going bleep, bleep. I don't know oh. if you can hear it on the thing but I'm like sitting there and I'm filming the final walkout it was really pretty wow. but I had like that kind of like <laughs> I at least felt comfortable enough to go up into the rafters where the lights are and like film so it was really crazy but what happened was so they had the reunion and I was like oh okay I guess obviously I'm not a part of this anymore but um did you give them the footage, by the way? I, I just asked them if they wanted to use it, but it wasn't something they wanted to use. Uh-huh. So, um, Okay, what were you going to say, though? I interrupted you. Oh, no. So then I, I I, finally, you know, you throw, you do these auditions and, you know, you'll do a hundred of them and not hear anything back. From, and then, you know, years of it, really. And then finally I got an audition from a self-tape and I was like, this is incredible. And it's an incredible project, Mrs. Davis. And you know, play a magician. It's like this, you know, dream thing. I'm wearing a costume that's like from a tailor, uh, Jaime of, of North Hollywood that I love, who used to be a, a tailor of nudie. I don't know. All these little pieces are coming together, which me, made me feel like it's really meant to be. Then I'm there and I'm on the Warner Brothers lot and I'm in the big stage looking at the big WB and it just felt like a very like full circle stick with it. You know, getting to work with Damon and Tara on this, the the EPs are just the great, greatest writers, incredible producers. So I feel very blessed to be part of this crazy show. Have you seen any of it? No, I haven't. And how many episodes are there? Because I know the first five are on Peacock now. Yeah, there's four, and then a new one will come out every Thursday. And how many are there total? Eight. eight okay, eight. eight. Got it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, well, self-contained, unless people loved it, and then they'd make more. Okay. But it's a pretty massive show. All right. Well, the show is Mrs. Davis. It's on Peacock. David Arquette, I love talking to you, dude. Thank you so much. And you're always such an open book. I just thank you for just like being so open. But thank you, John. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, and John is John is ready to take you as a lover. I'll see you in my dreams. Yeah, exactly. If you ever want to experiment. And I'm here for a cuddle. No boners when cuddling. No boners when cuddling. No boners when I can't promise that. Yeah, I can't promise that either. I might get a boner. What are you talking about, David? You can handle a boner. I'm not gonna ask you to touch it. Uh Cuddling doesn't involve boners. If you're going to be cuddled, I mean, if it's with a lover, I know, but I boner becomes a part of the situation. I know. I'm not going to rub it on you. What's wrong with me? 
Anyway, all right. Thank you. Listen, we'll let you go back to the to Reba's country bedroom. Uh, have fun in Nashville. We will talk to you soon. Love you, Dave. Hey, Marquez. what about a Housewives of Nashville? We've talked about it a little bit. Um, wow. This place is insane. I know. We'll you know put we're a the yeah. In the world. All right. All right. We'll see you later, Miranda Lambert. <laughs> Bye. We'll be right back. <laughs> Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. I wanted to watch Jury Duty. I've been meaning John Mayer, who watches nothing on television ever, was like, has been all over me. Like, you gotta watch Jury Duty. I'm like, if you're watching it, that's something. Are you watching yeah. it, John? I've watched a little. I've been very jealous that I'm not on it. So right. it's hard for me. To, it's like kind of like Traders, yeah. you know, which I'm still waiting on that call. Uh, but it is so funny. But I am, I'm very jealous to not be on I that I think show. my Traders conference call is this week, I think. You keep moving the goalposts. I know, I know. Um, Dragging Do you know on. that I dated in like 1990? Well, I'm not going to say the year because I don't want people to figure out who this guy was, but. It was in the late 90s. It was pre-you. I dated this guy who really had some issues. And I took him to a Tom Cruise premiere. And he behaved very badly that night. Because basically, (laughs) he was jealous. I remember the story you told me. he was not... Tom Cruise. That's but that's crazy. Basically. Listen, and jury know, duty is right. people who are not famous who are who are good at messing with people right. who are no, I like know. semi semi funny nobodies, but who are real like well, now I'm describing them improperly. But I just feel like I would be great on that no, show. No, you would be. Me gel. And I'm sorry to make the analogy. It wasn't like a direct that's, analogy. That's that's but ins- like remind me of that to the point that like Tom Cruise's longtime agent, Kevin Uvane, is a friend of mine for years. And we went up. I was like, oh, this is Kevin. This is Tom Cruise's agent. The guy I was dating was really, like, bitchy to Kevin Uvane because, again, the guy was, like, butthurt that he wasn't Tom Cruise. (laughs) I was like, what is going on? And it took me a while to kind of piece it together. We wound up having a big fight. We left separately. It was a whole thing. Anyway, clearly I'm not in that relationship anymore. Um, there you go. Do you remember when you met that person, John? Well, when we listen, were I, I don't. I'm, I don't know what anecdote I can share because I right. if we're, but I had 
a memento of his that I I used for like ten years. Can I say what it? Can we say what it is? This is your moment. Oh, okay. Yes, it was a duffel bag. I somehow got oh, really? from this guy. Oh, okay. I don't. He also to... had big problems with Bruce. I mean, that should have been you know, my boyfriend having huge problems with my best friend. I mean, red flags everywhere. Yeah. Anyhow, I digress. I don't know why. He sounds on. fun. Yeah, yeah, very fun. I shot the Jersey reunion last Thursday. How did that go? It was, it will be very compelling television. Uh, it was very long. We started rolling tape at 11 p.m. We ended around 9 with only an hour break for lunch and a couple bathroom breaks. So it was a lot. There were a ton of new allegations being made. There was new, there was a lot of new material to get into, which was good. So we didn't, you know, we didn't spend a ton of time rehashing the past. We leaned into a lot of the new stuff. But I got to tell you that the level, I won't even say vitriol. I will just say hate between Teresa and Melissa. It's... I mean, the gloves are off. I've never seen anything like it. And the way the two of them were going back and forth, it was that thing of neither wanted the other to have the last word in any petty fight. I hate that. John, no one hates it more than me because I'm the one that's trying to get control of the room. I almost walked off at one point and... By the time I was going to, I was just so annoyed because I did have a late dinner plan with Bruce and I wanted to make the dinner. And we were wound up, we wound up making, Bruce wound up waiting for me and we had like a 9.30 dinner at Cafe Clooney, which was, I, I, I guzzled two tequilas after that reunion, mm-hmm. guzzled. And I woke up at 3.30 in the morning With my head then, that's how long it took me then to process all of the shit that I had heard going on. I sent the longest email at about 4.15 in the morning to all the producers with all my thoughts of the reunion, suggestions. Were Um, you drunk? No, I was not drunk. I was perfectly clear-headed, but I was kind of reliving everything that had happened. It was just all playing in my head. It was too... It was too, you know, monumental and upsetting that you could just, you know, be like, oh, okay, hey, Bruce, well, let's kiki. What's going on? Like, I had to, I I had to let it sit, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. But that thing with the last word, there was a moment where I turned to Teresa. I, I apologized to her later. I didn't yell at her, but I think I lost my shit with her in a way that I haven't maybe ever just and I yeah, think it's that hard. It, it I think it maybe relates to being a parent of a toddler where you're like but I have it to say it sounds like the same dynamic yeah, yeah I have to say on Saturday like I was with Ben and Lucy from I mean Ben got me up at like 6 45 in the morning Saturday he went to bed at 9 30 at night and he refused to nap so it was I talked to you I was like saying to you and I had such great times with him on Saturday but also such 
bad times. And there was one point where like he refused at nine something at night. I had put his scooter one place. He wanted it a different place. It was such a petty little flash fight. And I started screaming, this is so hard. This is so hard. And then I was like, what is my child going to think about me screaming like right. a lunatic? What are you demonstrating here? Exactly. And I was like, that is so bad. Like, don't do that. That's all for today. For more interviews and behind-the-scenes juice, join us on Andy Cohen Live on Radio Andy. You can listen to Radio Andy anytime on the SiriusXM app. I'll talk to you here next week. Thanks for listening. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.